Welcome to Falun Gong News, direct from China and around the world, from the Minghui website. Topics include news about the persecution of Falun Gong in China, local events, and special items of interest. Now for this week's stories. Bulgaria. Practitioners of Falun Dafa, also known as Falun Gong, recently held several events to raise awareness of the ongoing persecution of the practice by the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP. The first event took place on January 13th at the busy Komunitsa Stairs in the city of Plovdiv. At another event on January 27th, Strong winds forced the practitioners to pack up their large banners as they, once again, had assembled at the same location to clarify the truth. However, passers-by weren't deterred from stopping to talk with practitioners, even though the simplified petition signing booth was all that remained that day. A passerby named Nikolai signed the petition opposing the CCP's persecution. He said that he had heard about Falun Dafa at the Beglika festival during the summer and wanted to try the exercises. He purchased a copy of Dranfalun, the main book of Falun Dafa's teachings, and asked for information about the local practice site. Taiwan. Young Falun Dafa practitioners took part in a three-day winter break fast study and cultivation experience sharing camp at Shiloh Mountain in Yunling County from February 2nd to February 5th. Participants from both Taiwan and overseas talked about the beauty and purity of Falun Dafa, about how they were inspired to practice diligently, and how they understood their responsibilities and missions. They also sent their heartfelt greetings to Master Li for a happy new year. Miss Yo Ling, the supervisor of the venue where the event was held, praised the young practitioners she said they arranged everything well. The group's staff came and prepared two days in advance, and everyone was very organized and self-disciplined. In addition to accommodations, other details such as transportation, food, drinks, etc. were arranged very well. I didn't need to worry about anything. She added, they were completely different from the people who usually book the venue. They're amazing a clear stream in society. Czechoslovakia. The Czech language version of the Menghui.org website was officially launched this month, making it the 23rd language offering of Menghui.org. Czechoslovakia has a long, eventful history. The Czech Republic has been a democratic country since 1992. The communist regime ravaged the country for more than four decades prior to that. After Falun Dafa was introduced there in 2000, an increasing number of people began to practice. Falun Dafa group exercise sites sprang up in over 30 cities. The Czech version of the Menghui website will allow practitioners in the country to exchange cultivation experiences, become more aware of the brutal persecution of practitioners in China, and introduce Falun Dafa to more people in the Czech Republic. Washington, D.C. U.S. House Speaker Mike Johnson strongly condemned the CCP's organ harvesting from living Falun Gong practitioners during the International Religious Freedom Summit on January 31st. 
The congressman addressed the CCP's persecution of religious freedom and said, Tibetan Buddhists and Falun Gong practitioners are placed in forced labor camps, and they have had their organs harvested by the Chinese Communist Party. He stressed, the U.S. has an obligation to prevent genocide and punish those who commit it. In March of last year, the U.S. House of Representatives passed the Stop Forced Organ Harvesting Act of 2023, which criminalizes profiting from the murdering of prisoners of conscience to supply the lucrative organ transplant industry in China. The bill has been moved to the U.S. Senate for approval. The penalties stated in the bill include a civil penalty of up to $250,000 and a criminal penalty of up to $1 million and 20 years in prison. India. Paintings from the Art of Jen Shanren, Truthfulness, Compassion, Forbearance collection were on display at a Falun Dafa practitioner's booth at the Hot of Art Exhibition, also known as the Market of Art Exhibition, in the Pregati Medan Convention Center from January 19th to January 21st. The exhibition, which is presently touring several major cities in India, is the country's largest annual visual arts exhibition. It features works by more than 3,000 artists representing all kinds of media and draws more than 10,000 visitors. Falun Dafa practitioners guided visitors through the Art of Truth, Compassion, and Tolerance collection, providing background behind each painting and sharing information about the Falun Dafa practice. Local media outlets reported on the exhibition. Delhi News, a local English-language newspaper, published a feature article on January 21st titled Falun Dafa, Art of Truth, Compassion, and Tolerance. A weekly paper called The News Wallet also published a report on the artworks from the Falun Dafa collection. Switzerland. On January 22nd, two non-governmental organizations, Doctors Against Forced Organ Harvesting and the Coordination of the Associations and the People for Freedom of Conscience, organized a briefing at the United Nations office in Geneva, Switzerland, concerning the state-sanctioned persecution and forced organ harvesting from Falun Gong practitioners. The briefing, which occurred a day before China's examination by the UN Human Rights Council's Universal Periodic Review, was meant to inform the Council's reviewers of a key subset of the current human rights violations taking place within China. Attendees of the briefing were urged to support three actions to question China's human rights record during the upcoming assessment, to push for the creation of a UN Special Rapporteur to investigate forced organ harvesting in China, and to establish an international criminal tribunal for forced organ harvesting in China. A coalition of 110 legislators, doctors, academics, and civil society groups called on the United Nations to create an international criminal court to investigate crimes of forced organ harvesting in China. Finland. Falun Dafa practitioners introduced their spiritual practice at an educational exhibition called Educa Mesa in the city of Helsinki on January 26th and 27th. The annual event for the education sector was held at the Exhibition Center in Finland's capital city. 
The exhibition drew nearly 15,800 professional educators from all over the country this year. Practitioners shared information about Falun Dafa, demonstrated the exercises, and collected signatures on a petition to call for an end to the 24-year-long persecution of the practice that is still happening in China. Many teachers said they agreed with Falun Dafa's universal principles, truthfulness, compassion, forbearance. Some affirmed, kindness is human's innate nature, while others said, we need this truthfulness, compassion, forbearance, and we agree with your viewpoints. The following are selected cases of persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China. Miss Li Fenglan from Ganshu Province was repeatedly denied medical parole despite her metastatic breast cancer while serving time for her faith in Falun Gong. By the time she was finally released in December 2023, she was on the verge of death and could no longer eat or drink. The hospital said it was too late to treat her and could only give her IV drips to sustain her life. She died weeks later on January 10, 2024, at the age of 69. Miss Lee was already cancer-stricken when she was admitted to the Ganshu Province Women's Prison in February 2023 to serve a term of one year and eight months. The prison guards took her to the hospital for chemotherapy, but her cancer still metastasized. Miss Lee's husband and the prison both requested that she be released on medical parole, but the police in charge of her case rejected them. Miss Lee took up Falun Gong in 1997 to cure her illnesses. After the persecution began in July 1999, she gave up her cultivation after being harassed by local authorities. Her illnesses relapsed and no medical treatments worked. She resumed practicing Falun Gong in September 2003. Since then, she has been repeatedly detained and harassed. Miss Lee developed breast cancer while serving a prison term in 2019. She was last arrested in September 2022. Mr. Shi Duo, a 69-year-old man from Liaoning Province, was admitted to the Shenyang City First Prison in January 2024 to serve a one-year term for his faith in Falun Gong. He has since been denied family visits at the prison. Mr. Shi started practicing Falun Gong in 1996 and soon recovered from severe back injuries. His wife and daughter also joined him in practicing Falun Gong. His daughter was outgoing, kind, and excelled academically. However, after the persecution began, the couple was repeatedly arrested and detained. The daughter was so traumatized that she developed mental illnesses. When Mr. Shi's wife was arrested at work in 2001 and given three years of forced labor, their daughter could not cope and tried to commit suicide. In the years that followed, she was in and out of mental hospitals numerous times. The passing of Mr. Shi's wife dealt yet another blow to their daughter, who remains incapacitated to this day. She has no one to care for her now that her father is in jail. Dr. Shen Guoshen, a 47-year-old Chinese medical doctor from Shanxi province, 
has been denied phone calls and visits with his family since he was sent to Jingzhong Prison in May 2023 for practicing Falun Gong. Dr. Shin was arrested in December 2021 and was sentenced to three years and eight months and fined 5,000 yuan. His family's requests to visit him have been denied. The prison said that Falun Gong practitioners who refused to renounce their faith were barred from seeing or calling their families. They were only allowed to write letters. This isn't the first time that Mr. Shin has been sentenced for practicing Falun Gong. More than 20 years ago, in 2002, Mr. Shin was arrested for producing information materials about Falun Gong. He was sentenced to five years in the same prison. Ms. Hu Yurong from Sichuan province was sentenced to seven years for practicing Falun Gong. Ms. Hu was arrested in April 2020. The police have since kept her family in the dark regarding the status of her case. Her loved ones recently managed to find out about her prison sentence and learn that she is now held at the Chengdu Women's Prison. They still do not know where she was held before her prison transfer or when she was indicted, tried, or sentenced. This is not the first time Ms. Hu has been targeted for her faith. She was previously incarcerated for a total of nearly 16 years, including two forced labor terms and two prison sentences. Countless good wishes arrive for Master Li Hongzhi at Minghui. Chinese New Year is the most important festival for Asian people and was celebrated in many countries around the world on February 10th this year. Many Falun Dafa practitioners gathered to wish Master Li a happy Chinese New Year and thank him for their many blessings. The website minghui.org received countless greetings for Master in the form of beautiful cards, inspiring personal testimonies, and group photos from all over the world. The following is a small sample from among those many greetings. A practitioner in Shentao City, Hebei Province, began to practice Falun Dafa in 2014 and wrote, Dafa has changed me from a terminal cancer patient to someone who can happily run a small business. Sometimes officials from the village or other government agencies came and asked him about Falun Dafa. They were touched by his story. He said, At that time, I would tell them, Falun Dafa gave me good health, and Master Lee told me to be a good person. Shouldn't we promote something like this? Falun Dafa is indeed great. One practitioner in Luodi City, Hunan Province, China, said she always told people about Falun Dafa face to face. She reported, I treat them as my family members and explain things with a pure heart. She reminded them to keep in mind, Falun Dafa is good, and truthfulness, compassion, forbearance is good. She added, Master has been protecting me with compassion along the way, giving me energy and wisdom. A non-practitioner resident of Zhaoyun City, Shandong Province, said he was a factory worker before becoming a village secretary. He soon found out how corrupt his fellow government officials were. After reading Falun Dafa materials, 
He came to see that the doctrines of communism were designed to turn innocent people into ruthless ones. He quit the Chinese Communist Party and resigned from his secretary job. University of California, San Diego graduate Tina Dung has read Duan Falun, the main text of Falun Dafa teachings, since she was a child. But one day in high school, she decided to become a better person, like Master described, and decided to cultivate diligently. She said in her greeting, Happy New Year to Master. Thank you for teaching me the truth about being a human being and letting me find the best and purest version of myself. I also hope that more people will understand the truth and know that Falun Dafa teaches people to be compassionate. 38-year-old Craig English works for the West Australian County Health Service. He said that he always hoped to find a true spiritual cultivation way. At the suggestion of a former Tai Chi teacher, he began reading Zhuang Falun, practicing the exercises, and connected with other practitioners. He shared, I genuinely feel that practicing Falun Dafa changed my entire life. I noticed significant changes within my own family. Many who were resentful toward each other no longer were, and there was a noticeable air of calmness when everyone gathered together. I learned from this that others change when we first change ourselves. Li Lingling is 51 years old and works in the film industry. She began practicing Falun Dafa in 1996 and was cured of an arthritic pain in her knees that had previously been unresponsive to other treatments. Lingling said she knew that Master Li cleansed her body and removed the illness. She said that her life changed the moment she decided to practice Falun Dafa and that she is able to handle every situation under the guidance of Master's Fa. She said, Master told us in his lectures what would happen, why it would happen, and how we should treat it. I didn't know much about cultivation when I was young. As I follow Master and have undergone this period of Dafa being persecuted, I've grown up and I'm now a middle-aged woman who validates the Fa in Canada. Thank you, Master, for protecting me all the way and for saving me. No matter how long it will take, I will follow Master to return to my original home. I wish Master a happy Chinese New Year. Shen Yun continues its 2024 world tour. The performing troops of Shen Yun continued their world tour with performances in the United Kingdom, Italy, the United States, and Japan during the last week of January. Members of the audience were delighted to share their experiences. Shafiq Gaber, chairman and CEO of an investment group, saw Shen Yun in London on January 26. He commented, It was a surprising impression. I didn't expect what I saw. Mr. Gaber was particularly impressed with Shen Yun's artistic director and the way Shen Yun used its patented digital backdrop. Mr. Gaber said, he has done an incredible job of linking animation with reality, and I think that's very nice. I haven't seen it anywhere else. He added, There's a lot that I'm taking with me from the performance, but the most important thing is I wish great success to these young performers. Mathematician and entrepreneur Karel Janacek and his wife Lilia also saw Shenyun in London. He called it a great performance, a consciousness-raising one. 
American theatergoers Steve and Michelle Yates saw a Shen Yun performance in Washington, D.C. on January 26. He was a scholar of classical Chinese culture and said of the performance, that's the China that I studied. Mr. Yates speaks Mandarin fluently and has served in several advisor posts in national security at the federal level. He said, the Communist Party does not represent continuity with China's past. It is an alien intrusion into an otherwise long and, I think, honorable tradition. Bill Walton, former president of the National Symphony Orchestra, saw Shen Yun in Washington, D.C. on the evening of January 27th. Mr. Walton shared, Shen Yun Performing Arts holds up to the major classical masterpieces. He said, I think it's wonderful. They're bringing all these great fables to life on stage. And the dancing is spectacular. Mr. Walton added that he was moved by one of the story-based dances, which depicted the ongoing persecution of Falun Gong. He said, What's happening in China is criminal, is genocide, and I'm glad we had a chance to see that brought to life on the stage. Carlo Begonzi, owner of a century-old family restaurant, saw a Shen Yun performance in Parma, Italy on January 23rd. He referred to it as excellent and a unique cultural performance. He added, The Shen Yun performance was very special and interactive. It was a wonderful new experience. I will be waiting in Parma to meet them again. Thank you for listening to the Minghui Radio Podcast. For more information, including news about the persecution of Falun Gong practitioners in China and experience sharing stories by practitioners around the world, please visit our website at en.minghui.org.